Hey friend, welcome to episode number 27 of Permission to Pause. I'm so glad you're here. I never take it lightly that there are hundreds upon hundreds, maybe thousands upon thousands of great podcasts out there available for you to listen to. So I'm very honored to have you stop by Permission to Pause. My prayer is always for this podcast to become an intentional set-apart time for us to pause in the presence of the Lord, let our hearts get quiet even if our hands are not able to join in, for us to take a minute to take a deep breath together. In fact, I hope you'll do that right now. Take a breath that goes from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head. Take that deep breath, no matter what you're doing, if you're walking, driving, working, or if you're blessed enough to be sitting in a swing or a rocking chair, simply take a deep breath that acknowledges God's presence in your life as a form of prayer. Let's pause. Let's let God speak into our hearts related to the topic that we're going to be talking about today. So in episode number 26, I transparently shared a current struggle that I was facing in my life at that moment, hoping that it would resonate with you in your own life, maybe not at that moment, but sometime in the past and certainly sometime in the future. And the topic was strife. You know, we all know that whether it comes from family or friends or people we thought were friends, strife or the chance for strife is always a reality in our lives. So when I recorded that episode, strife was coming at me from multiple directions in my life. It was causing me to be awake at night, to wake up in the morning with that situation or those situations on my mind to replay over and over. So I shared transparently with you in my prayer chair that morning that I had just sat with the Lord and laid out those situations of strife in my life. I poured out my heart and my perspective of each situation, and I was looking, truly, sincerely looking for God's perspective. So if you missed that, go back to the last episode and catch up on that spiritual journey, because today, in this episode, I want us to pause and consider a factor in that process that I heard from many, many listeners is a stuck place. So the theme of today's pause is the word forgiveness. Where there is strife, at some point, in order for us to experience freedom in Christ, the element of forgiveness has to come into play. At the same time, the topic of forgiveness is often very misunderstood. And many women that I work with, that I train, that I coach, that I minister to, have often gotten confused and stuck in the trap of forgiveness, of what forgiveness really is and what forgiveness is not. So in this pause moment this week, I want to take us time, some time to lift our heads, lift our hearts, lift our hands, allow God to really clarify some parts about forgiveness in closing the door to strife in our life. So we want to hear straight from Him. 
what it really means to us in our specific situation of strife and to trust him to lead us and guide us and give us wisdom in those situations. So there's a great story in the Bible about a young man who had every legitimate reason to hang on to anger, to hold a grudge. He had even the opportunity to experience the joy of payback, but he chose a different response. We're all pretty familiar with the story of Joseph in the Bible that begins with Genesis 37 and actually continues for 10 chapters. Joseph was favored by his father, but he was alienated by his brothers. When he was only 17, his brothers sold him into slavery. According to God's plan, though, he ended up in the powerful kingdom of Egypt, and Joseph was even later thrown into prison for a crime that he didn't commit. So not only did strife enter Joseph's life when his brothers abandoned him in those early days, but then also again when he ends up from a high position of command to being accused of a crime that he didn't commit. That's strife. So this story is a real example of how strife can continue to come and go in our lives. The story follows a series of divine interventions that are shared in these passages in Genesis. Joseph eventually ends up leaving prison to become the second in command in Egypt, directly reporting to the Pharaoh, and he soon found himself becoming the recipients of his brother's needs the very ones who had done him wrong, who had mistreated him, who had violated the trust of brotherhood, ended up coming to Joseph with pleas for help. You can read some powerful parts of that particular encounter in Genesis 45, 1-8. But we see over and over how Joseph had every reason to repay his brothers for the agony they had caused him. But he didn't choose to take that opportunity. He chose to forgive. He allowed love to replace bitterness. He understood that God's plan for his story far exceeded his own plans. And as we pause together this week, I want us to think about the plans that God has for our lives. I want you, my friend, to think about the plans that God has for your life in spite of the strife, in spite of the violations, in spite of the mistreatment, in spite of the wrong treatment. Let's remember that God has a plan for our lives that cannot be uprooted by those who do wrong against us. There are three things I want us to think about with strife. As we move from strife to forgiveness, I want us to think about what real forgiveness is. When we move from rejection to forgiveness, abandonment to forgiveness, outright wrong treatment to forgiveness, let's remember three things. Number one, forgiveness is not forgetting. You know, we often hear that phrase, forgive and forget. But the truth is, we don't forget Forgiveness is not amnesia. Forgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is a choice to release that violation and hand it over to the Lord for Him to take over, for Him to handle, for Him to direct our path. So we do not have to think that if we keep remembering or if we if those that violation comes to mind again, that we've not 
forgotten that we've not forgiven because forgiveness is not forgetting. Number two, forgiveness does not mean minimizing the hurt. Forgiveness does not water down the offense, saying that it's okay or that it wasn't bad, that the person didn't mean to hurt us. The truth is that we have been deeply hurt and sometimes intentionally or not intentionally does not mean that that violation was right. God is a God of truth. Forgiveness calls violation what it is. So forgiveness number two does not mean minimizing the hurt. And number three, forgiveness does not necessarily mean reconciliation. So perhaps you were thinking, if I forgive, I have to initiate or be receptive to reconciliation. But reconciliation might not be an option for you. Forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. Sometimes it's better to let that person or those people who've violated your trust to be removed from your life. I have a great example in a dear friend who was just involved in a severe violation in her marriage. So she can decide not to drink the poison of unforgiveness and keep her own self stuck, but she does not have to reestablish that relationship. So let's take some time this week to pause before the Lord, just like we did last episode as we laid those situations of strife in front of Him to acknowledge strife and brokenness and ask Him to move into the situation. We want, we allow God and ask Him to show us where we're wrong and what we can do to improve and to bring more fruit, more godly character, more holiness into our own lives. Let's ask Him as we pause in this this theme to show us what forgiveness looks like in our situation, what it is and what it is not, so that we can land in that place we're promised in Romans 8.28, that God causes all things to work together for good for those of us who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And we know that that truth, that truth is for the word for our perpetrator as well as us, that God works all things together for good for those who love Him, even if there's someone who's hurt you, someone who's violated your trust, someone who has treated you wrongly. Whatever your feelings or emotions are, just knowing that God has that other person or those other people in His grip, if they love Him and they are called according to His purposes, He will handle it. He will take care of it on our behalf. He'll give us wisdom, He'll show us what to do, but He'll also change their heart. We can trust Him with our pain, with our strife, with our violations, with our violators. So I love the words in Colossians 3, 12 through 15, and I want to pray those for us right now as we consider the word in our life, forgiveness. So Lord, you chose me to be a holy woman. You love me. And you desire that I clothe myself with tenderness, mercy, and kindness, with humility and gentleness and patience. Father, help me to make allowances for the faults of others, to forgive those who've offended me. I do remember, Lord, that you forgave me, so I have to forgive others. I want to forgive others. Help me, Lord, cover my heart with love, which binds me together with all your people in perfect harmony. Let the peace that comes from you rule in my heart. 
I am a member of one body and I am called to live in peace. I'm thankful for your love, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Blessings to you, friend. I know this was a little bit longer episode than usual, but I felt it was so important to talk about the truth about what forgiveness is and what it is not, as I had so many questions about situations of strife and brokenness in the lives of some of my friends and listeners. So thank you for coming back to Permission to Pause. Remember to visit my website at patlayton.net where you will find a, a couple of opportunities. One, to join the Unstuck Woman Club where I continue to communicate through email and e-letters. One, for downloading deeper dives from Permission to Pause episodes, some different tools and materials that come out of Permission to Pause to help you go a little bit deeper in the themes and some of the resources that are in there. So I have some things coming up that are really special that I want to share with you over the next few episodes. So I'd be so grateful, number one, for any feedback that you think would make Permission to Pause better, even just for your own personal prayer time and pause time. Email me at patlayton at mac.com. I'd love to hear from you. So I have some special things coming up. I pray that you will share permission to pause with your friends. I have some graphics on social media that you could share on your own platforms that I would greatly appreciate as I'm learning how to make this podcast better and better and how to share it with more and more of my friends and your friends. So have a blessed week in Jesus. Remember to take some time to pause, and I hope to see you again here next episode.